Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? I've been good, dude. I've had a hell of a week. Hell of a week. Uh, some big shit happened for me at work. Uh, thank God. And then uh, your boy completed his first ever full 26.2 mile marathon on Sunday. Congrats. Um, thank you, bro. Fucking... Dude, low key, like on some like uh, petty shit, I was like this close yesterday to like suing Nike, bro, because <laughs> the shoes I wore, bro, like I thought I broke them in, were horrendous, dude. Like, oh, man. yo, so I was battling the elements because, like, out of nowhere, Miami decided to be 87 degrees yesterday, and it's been the 60s like all month long, and decides on Sunday of the marathon to be 87 degrees, bro, like at 8:30 in the morning. So I'm like. Bro, this heat is something I'm not accustomed to. So I was doing just fine. Obviously, I finished the most important thing, bro. Like, so it's, I don't know if you've ever been to Marathon or seen it on TV or whatever, but it's like the full marathon and the half marathon go simultaneously. And then at one point, the half, the half marathon and the full marathon like cuts, right? Mm. Um, bro, the amount of people who are actually doing the half marathon, the full marathon, drastic difference, bro. Like, there was barely anyone doing the full marathon. But then as I'm doing more and more miles, I'm seeing people drop like flies, bro. Like ambulance rushing, like talking to themselves on the floor. Like I can't do this anymore. So like, I was like, all right, bro, just finished. So like, I was proud of myself for that. But bro, when I tell you these shoes were horrendous dog, like it wasn't even like my lungs or my legs not working. It's dude, my feet were in agony, bro, from like the, <laughs> It was just rubbing my big toes. Like, dude, if you look at my big toes right now, we're not going to put an image um, up, don't worry. But it looks like someone just fucking was stepping on my big toe for like four hours straight. Like, Damn. it is black and blue, bro. The back of my heel was just scabbed up, bleeding. I was like, dog, like, no shoe should do this to you, bro. So, fuck Wait, are Nike. these shoes different from uh, what you've been practicing with? So, I got these shoes in the last month. So okay. I haven't put that many miles in, but I did enough to break them in. And they were like, they felt off, but I was like, all right, man, maybe they just need time for me to break them in. Right, bro. Yeah. It, there's no time. These shoes were terrible, bro. Like terrible. So I'm getting my money back. But a, a little part of me was like, bro, like if I end up with like long-term injuries, like I'm suing Nike, bro, because <laughs> there is no need for this shit, man. Like I get this one thing to like battle the heat. But like uh, to battle the shoes you paid like two, three hundred dollars for that are meant to be the best marathon running shoes, like fuck out of here, dog. So, um, yeah. but I completed, I finished, and I was proud of myself. Um, again, I think I did it like in five and a half hours. So, um, yeah, that was cool. It was a cool moment. Again, cool achievement. Uh, did a memory of my mom. Um, so yeah, man, it was, it was, it all felt nice. So I, I also I'll share with you like a cool moment. Uh, I was gonna post about this later, but. So on my bib that like had my number and stuff, I put my yeah. mom's name on it. And do like around like the 20 mile mark, like an onlooker was like uh just encouraging people, right? Like it was cool volunteers like encouraging people. But all she saw was my bib and like the name on it, right? So they're assuming that name is my name, right? So they were like, go Thenny, you can do it, Thenny, like keep pushing. So like in that moment, like it really like helped me like bring it full circle, like give me like an extra push to just like, you know, finish the race and get it over with, bro. So it was nice. Um, no, that's yeah, awesome. It was, yeah, it was really it was really cool, man. So uh, I'll hope I think I have the itch. I'm going to try to do the New York Marathon in, in November uh, and just get like, a, you know, just see how my body reacts and do it again. But yeah, man, it was cool just to push your body to the limits and just like come through it unscathed for the most part. Like it was a, a pretty dope experience. 
Sweet. No, that's dope. I, I've always, uh, whenever I see photos of people doing the marathon and everything, like it, it looks like a really cool thing to be part of and forces you to kind of like ha have a different level of discipline that you might not be used to. So as I yeah. see more and more people do it, I'm like actually considering it. Obviously I'll start off with a uh, lower level marathons, like the half one or whatever. I think there's something even below that. Yeah. It's like a 10 K and then like a yeah, 10 K. Yeah. 5k i think even exists but yeah we'll see yeah it's cool man I, again it's uh it's interesting though because it really is just a battle against yourself and you have to like almost like tell your ego to calm down and like an example i'll use is like bro there was one moment like around mile we just did the half marathon part so now we're like going into mile 14 15 it's blistering hot bro and then like a 60 year old woman just flies by me. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> like, bro, like, am I a bitch? You right, I mean? right. But you have to remember like, bro, she could have been the race for like hours more than you or yeah. super, you know what I mean? Like, it's not my battle, bro. Like this is the yeah. pace that I have to go at to finish. Like it right. doesn't matter what anyone does, but like, bro, there's moments where I'm like, bro, is this old <laughs> man just flying by me? Like what the fuck is happening? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because this weekend, um, I did a, a hike that I reluctantly did a Bro, hike. gorgeous though, by the way. I, yeah. have, I, I wish you should have used it. But yeah, dude, you were posting some like beautiful shit. And the fact that's like right by your house is even crazier. Yeah. I, I wish I had looked at the pictures of from other people beforehand because I think that would have motivated me more. But I was pleasantly surprised either way. But what, so just people know, what's the name of that area? So it's called Mission Peak. Um, it's... I think the regular route is six miles round trip. I think there's a longer route that is, I don't know, maybe 10 or something. Um, not too sure. I think it's just a little bit longer, but uh, Dude, I feel it, like it's for hiking, uphill. I feel like you tell me, because I've I hiked a couple of times when I come to visit you and uh, mm -hmm. visit Billy, but like, I feel like those six miles go quick, right? Like, I feel like you're never like truly exhausted because like the views are distracting. You're never like walking at a certain pace and you're like, bro, let's like slow down. like. It almost like flies by like it's almost like nothing, right? Or am I crazy? No, I, I think you're right. Uh, that's accurate. I think the weather has a lot to do with it because I know if it's super hot and miserable, then like a two-mile hike might feel like forever. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're parched and super thirsty. But in this case, I mean, we were with a few friends. It was pretty cloudy, uh, or at least early in the morning. So the, there, the sun wasn't quite out yet. And yeah, it was beautiful. So... That definitely made it fly by. Um, it was pretty steep. Um, so even though it was, uh, you know, a, a slow pace and tons of space and everything, um, if you're not accustomed to that incline, it could be tough. But I do the Stairmaster pretty often, so it, it wasn't too bad for me. Like, I'm not sore at all. Whereas my wife, like, was walking around the house like she's fucking 95 years old and fell down the stairs bro like, that's how and that's how i'm walking right now bro like uh, dude, i had it caught dude like my right knee feels like it's hyperextended dude yesterday uh, like i could barely walk after the race like yo that shit dude 26 miles you feel every mm -hmm. moment of that bro i bet and what's wild too is similar to you you know i'm walking up you know and then i see three old people running up the hill 10 minutes later back down and then back up i'm like how are they doing this they have to do this for a living or some shit but that's the thing bro like again i start you start like and you have so much time in your hand on these races that you start thinking about everything my mind is like bro these women or older men must do this every day bro. yeah like you like you know what i mean like they train yeah. for this shit we're like again 
I trained for this for the last like four months, like dedicated time, but still bro. Like it wasn't on some like ritual every day. My body is my temple, blah, blah, blah shit. Right. Whereas I think yeah. these like 50 year old plus people, like that's what they're doing. Cause I was mm -hmm. like, bro, I'm telling you, man, there were some elderly people just Pew. I was like, bro, there's no, like, yo, there's, I, I know I'm in good shape, dude. Like, there's no fucking way I look this way. I'm not in good shape. So, but, yeah. um, but yeah, it, it was interesting, bro. Uh, kudos. There was a person who did the race and bro, they were 72 years old. Like, and it was like their eighth marathon and shit. So like, kudos to people like that. But, um, but yeah, for you, man, I was very impressed by the, uh, the views, man. So that's pretty cool. You have that like right by you. Yeah, no, it was nice to explore the area. Cause I, I haven't, really done too much of that um at least nature wise and fortunately um my friend you know convinced us to to go out there so definitely gonna be doing doing more outdoorsy stuff probably gonna do pickup basketball uh oh nice since dude. he suggested it i haven't played uh sports with friends like on a regular basis since shit probably like college so yeah that'll be that'll be really nice that'll be nice so who's the so is it with moon yeah moon Nice, 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 dude. Yeah, that's gonna yep. be good, bro. That's and it's also very interesting, bro. To get into to get back into pickup basketball at 34 mm -hmm. is it's gonna be very interesting. So like I wonder yeah, yeah. like if you should like ease into like just shooting around with Moon for like a couple of weeks uh -huh. to get comfortable and then like pick up game settings. Yeah, yeah. I mean it so it's me, him, and my wife's coworker who we've been hanging out with for a while. Um I don't know like where or what the setting is. I I told him I'm like I never really like playing pickup basketball because they assume like I'm fit, I'm black, like all this. Yeah, good. you have and then to I'm be fucking, good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking airballing it, like forgetting some of the rules and shit. So I was like, we got to start off kind of slow with people who are whack, and then we yeah. can like upgrade to like real ballers who do this shit like every other day. Yeah, bro, because you'll be surprised, man. There'll be some people like at a random LA fitness or whatever. And you're like, oh, wow, you guys like are good, good. And it's right. like, I wasn't prepared for this kind of thing. Right. So like, yeah. I, no, I feel like you have you ever seen, you ever watched The Office growing up? No. Oh, bro. Okay. Damn. Like, I wish I could insert the clip here, but it's like, there's an episode. Like, again, this is like, again, early 2000s where shit was just like more off the wall. But like, there's like a black like sales rep and they have like a, a basketball game. And like uh -huh. the boss is like, oh, you're on my team, obviously. And the guy's like, why is that <laughs> obvious? And yeah, then the yeah. guy is terrible at basketball. And the uh -huh. and the guy's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I yeah, yeah, bro. No, I I feel you, bro. I remember like in college, and like whenever a black kid would get picked, and like he wasn't good, like everyone was so offended. It's like, bro, what do you expect? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I study, bro. You know, I don't play basketball. Like, what do you right. want from me? Exactly. And there's nothing for me, there's nothing that feels more like a waste of time than just like running back on the court, running back and forth on the court and not getting like a single chance to fucking shoot the ball because they don't think you're good. So yeah. that that's another thing. Like when I when we were at the Airbnb uh for the recent family vacation, like shooting around and just having fun like alone was amazing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And it wasn't that innate pressure of like, yeah, this is a fun game, but like we're trying to win. Stop right. fucking up. Cause bro, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I dude, I feel that and I play like every Tuesday. So right. um okay, otherwise good weekend? Yeah, otherwise it was, it was a good weekend. Um looking forward to getting back in the swing of things and working out because I, I had hurt my wrist uh for like a couple weeks. So I think tonight is the first night I'm gonna like really go hard back in the gym. Oh, are you a e so you're an evening gym guy? 
a what evening gym? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's dude, because I've dude, I've never been able. I get I've worked out in the evening before, but bro, like I've seen the. I think I told you this before on the pod and like offline, like bro, like if I don't get a morning workout in, I am a different human being Monday through Friday. Like bro, uh -huh. like, and it's almost like I feel guilty to my employer because the Danny they get if I don't work <laughs> out is just yeah, useless, yeah. bro. Like I don't get like I my brain doesn't even start working until like noon. Whereas, like, if I get a 6 a.m. workout in, I am, like, the best employee ever hired in the history of the company. So, like, yeah, dude. Evening, and then evening workouts fuck me up because that gives me, like, an extra adrenaline that now mm. I can't go to sleep till, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. And then I'm definitely not going to wake up the next day and work. So, like, it's, it's a fucking, like, terrible cycle for me. So, kudos Got to it. you for making that work because I can never be an evening guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it For me, so I've tried to do the morning thing, but now, especially because I have to get up even earlier, I'd... I'd basically have to get up at like 5.30. Um, mm -hmm. And I just don't know if I'm capable of that. I mean, obviously, if I have the discipline, I can, but I, I don't want to. Yeah, um, yeah, it's more of that. It's like, I know yeah, I could, but I'm why? Right. <laughs> and for me, honestly, like whether I whether or not I go to the gym, like my sleep cycle is pretty much the same. Like I know some people, for instance, they can't have a, a cup of coffee past five o'clock because then they're fucking up all night. Mm -hmm. Me, I can literally be... Uh, chugging a cup of coffee while I'm trying to go to sleep and it's not going to do shit. So that's wild. Kind of how I'm, yeah. That's wild. Gina's like that too. She can drink a cup of coffee and it really does nothing. I think she honestly just drinks it for the taste. Like it's not doing anything to keep yeah. her awake. So well, interesting. But all right, man, to get back to the swing of things, um, you have any uh, trips coming up? Uh, just Hawaii at the end of February, but no, no, but no work. No work between then, no, between no. now and then. No. Nice. Correct. Yep. Good, good for you, bro. That's awesome. Uh, that's definitely going to help you with uh, getting back into your mojo. But uh, let's yeah. get into it. Episode 166. A lot of like random things in the news, which would be cool to talk about. I didn't think the, um, again, I know women in hip hop have been uh, at the top of most discussions recently, but I think this week it put like the entire pop world on notice that it was only about female hip hop. So I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing, but it just gets more interesting. So I think this all started with Megan Thee Stallion dropped a song called His, right? H-I-S-S. -S, and yep. had a lot of, uh, not, how is it? Was it references is a better phrase? I don't think it was any direct shots. Like no one's name was dropped, but yeah, it was- Like subliminals? Like, yeah, a bunch of subliminals. Yeah. People understood what, you know, what was going on here, who she was targeting. A lot of people say, obviously, Tori. Uh, Drake, I think, caught a, a few strays. And then, um, obviously, Nicki Minaj being this, the, the biggest one. So what were your thoughts on the actual track itself? Um, the Megan Thee Stallion one I actually thought was was pretty good. I think the, the Megan's Law line is super clever. I actually didn't know what that law was until after everyone was talking about it. And I was like, why is that law the one that then? stings? Yeah, yeah. Can you explain? Because yeah. I, I was also confused. Like, why is this like the, the hardest line in this fucking song? So Megan's law is uh, basically a law that requires, we'll call them S offenders to uh, be publicized. Um, mm. Basically you, your public name is on record uh, if you're an offender. And Nicki Minaj's, I think, husband is yeah, an actual convicted one, offender. Right? Yeah. yeah. And even her brother, I think, uh, also allegedly had done something so oh, wow. it's like a two for one bar and she obviously pissed off Nicki Minaj with that line 
Um, and it's just insane that the coincidence is her name is actually Megan. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then there's a law called Megan's Law, and that obviously set Nicki Minaj off. And off, oh, yeah, and we'll get off, into that in a second. But the song yeah. itself, though, you felt like like what would you rate his as a uh, as a song in general? Uh, if I had to give it a rating, I don't know. It's like a b plus like i wouldn't it's not something i would replay i think it was a very momentary thing and that's kind of how i, I see a so lot too, of these yeah, this yeah. is like i'm like most this is i'm not gonna play it over and over and over so yeah i think it was it was a clever clever shot um and worthy of you know the the queen of hip-hop being bothered enough to respond yeah 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 i, I think i'm right there with you I, I, again there's very few hip-hop for I me mean, hip-hop like what other genres making beef songs right but like there's very few hip-hop beef songs that i are replayable like there's a like i think back to back is one of them obviously you go back in the day with um you know 50 cent and wangsta tupac and hit him up like those are classic like uh nods ether uh, there's like, a, like literally like four or five you know run that shit back regardless of the situation but this one was more of like a moment in hip-hop right like oh wow like they're actually going at each other here um, and it, I'm, I'm here for it, right? Like, I'm here for it. I think the song itself is clever. Uh, we'll get into the comparison with Nicki Minaj's response in a second, but I think the song itself is clever. Again, I think I've been on record before. Like, I don't really care for Megan Thee Stallion's flow. It also just sounds vulgar, bro. Like, I, I, I hate sounding like an old head or like whatever <laughs> kind of like red pill dude, but like, I don't know, man, the content itself just, it, when it comes out of her mouth, it just sounds like, ugh. Bro, like, do you have to be so fucking nasty about it when you say it? Like, there's still uh -huh. enough references to like her pussy being this and that, and we're like, bro, is this a dick song or like what's happening here? So again, uh -huh. I, I would give like a seven point five, but I thought it was a good song. Again, I just personally don't like Megan the Stallion, but as far as the track itself, like, I thought it was definitely worthy of like people talking about it because it was clever and the bars were clever. I think the the line about making fun of BBLs, but you have the same scars, like that was clever. Um, yeah, man, like I, I appreciate what she tried to achieve on that song. Yeah, same. It seems like she's obsessed with these uh, these snake references because wasn't the track before it um, something called Cobra or something? What was it? Yeah, Cobra, and this is Hiss, right? Yeah, Hiss, Cobra. Um, yeah yo but, but that line which i'm assuming was about drake that like you're you mm, have so many different accents. accents and you're like posted up in other people's hood like a bad bitch i was like bro like <laughs> that was pretty good that was pretty yeah. good dude. Like, <laughs> right right no it's clever and like it that one clearly seemed i feel like there's no debate on who that was meant for because i can't think oh. of any other rapper that gets made fun of for like for changing up the accents yeah 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 yeah, yeah no i get that and again I don't think he's going to respond because he's been given, he's done enough subliminal shots along the way where yeah. it's like, if anything, this is a retaliation to him. Like, bro, like I keep hearing you like just shut the fuck up kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you can't get mad at her for, you know, like good for her for standing up to him, to be honest. Yeah, no, I, I think that's dope. And I, hip hop is supposed to be competitive. Um, and as long as it stays on wax or, whatever people want to say like i'm totally fine with it i think it keeps things interesting um but what once family and stuff gets involved then it then it 
becomes a little crazier than it needs to be. Yeah, that's a great segue for Nicki Minaj's song, Bigfoot, which came out, what, last night? Uh, Sunday the 28th, right, I believe? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep uh, but this night. is obviously after her going on a... Dude, her Twitter rampage was excellent, which I think, unfortunately, maybe hyped up this song a little bit too yeah. much, and we thought she was coming with fucking ether and hit him up all in one, and this really felt like a... Almost like a... Like a tester. Like, hey, let mm-hmm. me just see if she'll take the bait, and then I'll come through with the haymaker, because... Personally, I didn't really care for Nicki Minaj's song. Like, I thought it was super lazy. It just felt like an extended Twitter rant over like a beat where it's like, are you talking here or rapping? Like, I don't know what's Mm -hmm. like, what am I meant to be interpreting from this? Uh, I don't think any bars were too clever. And then honestly, like the constant reference to her past mother, her mother passing, like, I thought maybe that was a line like, all right, if you're going to do it, do it once. To constantly do it multiple times felt a little, you know, over the top. Yeah, I agree. The song itself was very difficult to listen to. I I was like, this can't be real. First of all, like three minutes of it, she's just talking literally. Literally. Um, That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. bro, like we, we saw the Twitter rant. We know what your thoughts are. Like, right. <laughs> and I don't know if it was some like reverse psychology thing. Like, I am so above you that I don't need to give you much effort to like fight back. Like like a little oh, kid that- I, I i think there's something to that uh-huh. but there's also something bro if you're gonna talk about this shit for 72 hours straight on twitter right if you're gonna drop the song it has to be like a career ender bro yeah, otherwise yeah, yeah. don't don't drop it because there right. were some things on uh i think the grand wizards page on uh mm-hmm. on instagram that he was saying that people this is like a like when when drake dropped charged up right before he dropped back to back like with meek mm-hmm. and i'm like maybe bro but like charged up was still direct a full song like there was no messing about like all right he was like this is war and with this song it's like the song doesn't align with what the twitter rant was saying this feels very like weak to me yeah it's it feels like she's beating a dead horse and now that i think about it that would be a dope ass uh like metaphor for her going at her for like the second song or something um at, yeah, at this point, she's just talking about how how big her feet are, her deceased mom. And Dude, I think her yeah, her best else. line was like the bitches got big foot. She's like six foot, six foot. Like, okay, yeah. like but you tweet like, about that ten times. Like, right. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the cover art was clever. That was hilarious. Correct. But I feel like at this point, it, it almost seems like Nikki's ten times more bothered by Megan than yeah, the reverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And no, that's no, not a sure. good look when you're on on top. But many would say, is she on top though? Like, I don't know. Like, it's like, I think we all assume she's on top because of the legacy, right? Like, if I think of yeah. the legacy of Nicki Minaj, there's no yeah, question, legacy. Right? Yeah, legacy. But was. as of like today, like new hip hop female rapper fans, I think they might actually go to Megan first for a new record than they mm-hmm. would go to Nicki Minaj to like get them in the mood or something. Yeah, probably. Or even like Sexy Red or something. But to me, it would it would be like if, if Drake went at jay-z and jay-z just like wouldn't stop like going yeah. off then you'd be like yo jay-z like why are you doing this you you're really bigger go. than this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. no I, I i for sure so i think we're both agreeing that maybe as of right now megan has the upper hand right because she mm-hmm. got nikki to respond wild and then i still think the record itself or we're just comparing rappers to rappers her record was i think more than slightly better than nikki minaj 
Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. So the beef itself, though, man, like you, I think you alluded to earlier, I, I'm here for it, bro. Like, I feel like too much in like modern day, especially like after, I don't know, COVID, Black Lives Matter movement, like it's almost like, like uh, we try to like make people resolve their issues quickly. Cause we're like, oh, come on, we're better than this. Like, you know, it's 2024. It's like, bro, fuck that, man. Like, you don't have to like everyone, man. And I feel like we gotten away from that where it's like, oh no, PC culture, everyone be nice to each other. You're all making money. There's no need to beef. Like, bro, if this, like you said, if it stays on wax and it's just recording stuff and like, dude, hip hop is meant to be competitive. Like every lyric is usually aimed at someone who you don't fuck with or you want to like flex on, right? So mm-hmm. I definitely am here for this. Again, I do agree. Like the parent shit or anyone's like deceased family members, it just feels like, ugh, like cringy. But I am here for the idea of like heavy hitters in hip hop beefing with each other, right? Because again, if it's a... Uh, a Jay-Z beefing with a no-name rapper, who gives a fuck, right? Or if it's right. the no-name rapper taking shots at the GOATs, it's like, bro, like, this is not, this shouldn't get you on. But when it's like big name celebrities like this, bro, I am here for this every day of the week. Yeah, no, same. Um, and it's also interesting to me that, I mean, I guess this is just kind of how things work, but when when there's a group that's a minority in a space, they they almost feel like there's a limited amount of seats and they just have to like backstab or uh do whatever it takes to be cutthroat and get to the top like you know with, with white rappers you know there's four or five big ones and then inevitably one or two is like i gotta be the, the one white guy who's, who's yeah the best. so i gotta I be the like, other guy yeah. exactly and i feel like this this is inevitable with female rappers like there's only so many uh spots uh at the top that that are available and every now and then they they'll like fake it and do like collabs on a big song and then a year later you know such and such said this or did this or i this person fucked this person's ex or whatever and then all of a sudden you know all hell breaks loose yeah so like where would you to that point though where do you think this actual beef stems from right why why do you think nikki and, and like isn't cool with megan um I mean, from what I've read, it's a good question. Um, I'm pretty sure she addressed it, but... Oh, did she? Yeah. Because yeah, I was just thinking it was like more along those same lines, right? There's it, it, there's a weird thing in female rap where like there, there's just limited spots, it almost feels like, right? And like the mm-hmm. public and hip hop fans will only consume so much of that like raunchy sex rap that only like they allow like two to three women to do it at a time and i feel like it was like cardi was like the now the new person and they were only gonna allow like one or two more females and it's like inevitably like the nikki like it just became like nikki was the odd one out for whatever reason like there was like mm-hmm. i feel like a moment in hip-hop where it just shifted like aggressively to cardi and then whoever cardi fucked with that's who the public like put their arm around and like honestly i think like nikki minaj went to the wayside even though her legacy and hip-hop being obviously bigger than cardi yeah no that is true um and obviously yeah we know megan linked up with cardi for for wap um and i think minaj nikki minaj had commented made some commentary about uh you know like women women needing to like represent themselves better or something uh and 
I think she actually did praise uh, Megan. Um, but I'm trying to see here, like where things fell off, because I'm so confused how it went super left, super this, fast. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it's like uh, Nikki, like maybe praising Tori, or just being boys with Drake or whatever. But dude, like, again, I feel like, yeah, dude, I think besides like a couple of these recent bangers, and obviously Nikki's been winning for a while, but even recently with like the Barbie songs and all that shit, but like. I mean, dude, I really think if you ask like the average female rap listener, it's Megan, Cardi, and Ice Spice, the only ones are really checking out, right? And obviously Doja, uh -huh. but Doja's kind of in a class of herself. I feel like Nicki Minaj has been like the odd one out, bro. Like, and I think she's like really sensitive when like anyone is really trying to come at her because she, it feels like based off her legacy, she should be like almost unapproachable. And I don't think other female rappers like fear her in that sense. You think other female rappers don't fear her? Do not fear her, no. Like, I feel like they... I, I don't think she gets the flowers from other female rappers that maybe she should deserve, right? I think it's more like Cardi gets all the love. But I think it's because Cardi, like, gives the love... Like, Cardi hops in the track of all these chicks, right? And it's just like... Yeah. It feels like Nicki Minaj is, like, on her own, almost, like, doing her own. Yeah. I, I feel like she kind of does have a chip on her shoulder. Um, the vibes I get her, she is like unapproachable um right. obviously i don't know her personally i i can't say that for certain but i don't know she just seems like someone who would be very standoffish and unwilling to 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 work with some of the younger artists for fear of um them outshining her yeah them outshining her um Whereas with other people like a Drake, for instance, it, it doesn't seem to be the case. Um, and I don't know how much validity there is to that, but just based on the optics, it seems like Nikki's like not trying to really have fun and just make music. It's like, I need to be on top it and I am yeah. the queen and like you'll respect the fucking throne. And I get it. People throw shade and talk shit and yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it seems like a, a two way street. Yeah, but dude, because like the majority, I felt that song was either her talking or her saying, respect your mother or respect the queen. It's like, bro, like, all right, give us a reason to almost like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was yeah. it was just odd. It was just odd. And I know I feel like her fan base loved the song, right? Because her fan base is so loud. But mm -hmm. I just think objectively, it's hard to not side with Megan's diss track if you're going to compare the two. Yeah, for sure. So apparently, yeah. uh, Megan allegedly tried to force Nicki Minaj to drink while Nicki Minaj was pregnant or trying to get pregnant. Um, so that was one of the instances that triggered, you know, this feud between them. Um, but obviously, over time, it escalated into other events and subliminals and stuff. And I think, but just eventually, it gets out of hand. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't control yeah. the narrative any longer, right? Like it's. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, dude, I'm here for it, bro. As long as it doesn't get violent, I also know that um, based on the Kais to not like uh, stream with Offset and like Offset's uh, Nicki Minaj's husband was like, out looking for Offset. Like I know her husband seems to be a little bit out of control, so I hope this doesn't lead to anything, you know, God forbid, violent. But I'm here for multiple diss records. Like, bro, like I feel like hip hop should get back to this, right? There's genuine beef, whereas like. In the sense of like, yo, I don't like the way you rap, bro. And like, that's enough, right? Remember back in the day, it was like, bro, I feel like you're stealing my style. 
I'm gonna call yeah. you out for this shit, right? And that was like acceptable. Now it's like the only time you can talk about the op is like if they fucking circled your block and like killed four of your boys. Besides mm -hmm. that, you cannot have beef with anyone. It's like, bro, fuck yeah. that, dude. Like, if you genuinely don't like the way this guy fucking raps or like, his appearance, like, yeah. go at him, bro. That was a whole right like fun part about hip hop, like a cipher and just like dissing on everyone around you. Like, it was just a fun thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I was at the other day I was looking at um some videos about rappers uh who like allegedly fell off and stuff and um one of them was an incident between Tory Lanez and Roddy Rich where Roddy Rich tweeted about Tory Lanez biting his style and then Tory Lanez got upset and was like you know I'm a phone call away blah 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 so how do you feel about when rappers are like why are you on Twitter talking about XYZ you know, you could have texted me. Do you think that is valid or do you think it depends on their relationship? Like, because that seems to be the go-to. Like, bro, like, why didn't you text me this shit? Like, you just want clout. Yeah, I do. I, I really think that one depends on the relationship. Like, truly. Like, if there is any kind of, even if it's like a, a passing, but we've spoken to each other on a one-on-one -on -one basis, I do think that deserves like a reach out text. Like, yo, like, can we talk? Because like, this isn't sitting well with me. But if it's like, I don't know you from anyone. You're just another person on social media, bro. It's fair game to me, right? Like I remember, yeah. like there was a lot of like these allegations, like with Fabulous and like Mace, um, and like Lloyd Banks and Mace. I mean, I think everyone at some point stole Mace's flow. To be perfectly honest, from New York, um, and like Fabulous was offended by like Mace not reaching out to him. But I'm fine with it if there's no relationship. But if there is relationship, there should be some at least like. A, not saying like a olive branch, but just like questions in private, and then you can take it from there. What no, do you I think? Th I th no, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I would say if if this is someone that you would normally text or have enough of a relationship to speak to, to call up and have it be normal, then yeah, like if your numbers on my in my phone, yeah. you should be able to text before right. I read it on Twitter. Like right, but if they're insinuating. Hey, you, you could have got your manager to figure out my manager and and go through all these fucking loopholes just to be like, hey, I think that song was biting my style. Then no, fuck oh, it. I'm going to go to my IG story or something. Correct. 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 Um, but dude, that's, that's a good segue because I think you found online. Um, what was Academics talking about? Like the top 10 rappers who he thinks have yeah. fallen off and last like, do you have a list in front of you? Yeah, I have the list. And to be clear, I don't think, I definitely don't think Academics created. I think it was just going viral. Got it. Um, okay. But I have the list here. So top 10 rappers, and this is in order apparently. Uh, but number one, Bobby Shmurda. Two, Quando Rondo. Three, Lil Baby. Four, NBA Youngboy. Five, Rich Homie Quan. Six, Lil Pump. Seven, Designer. Eight, Da Baby. Nine, Roddy Rich. And 10, Meek Mill. Okay. So we'll get into the list in a second. Do you have any honorable mentions you would add to the list? Like if you were making yes. this like a top 15, who would you add? Painfully, I would add Fetty Wap for sure. Yes. Um, who else? Damn. I mean, that one was just so blatantly obvious. I was like, how did that not make the list? Um, well, I think the, the only reason, this is why we'll get into like, obviously, because I'm glad you brought this topic up because I feel like it's niche enough but like for us to talk about. But I think this one's a, a difficult topic to kind of truly dive into from multiple angles because like fa falling off means what though, right? Were you like right. the man at one point and then you're just not that anymore? 
or did you just really have like a nice little run and then it just never happened for you after, right? Like I feel like there's right. levels to what a fall off truly is. Cause I feel like the fall off for a little baby compared to the fall off for little pump is completely different, right? It should be mm -hmm. viewed very differently. So I think it's very like interesting how you interpret that. I do have a couple more names and you let me know what your thoughts are. Um, g Easy is one for mm -hmm. me. Yeah. If you would say fall off. I think Wale has fallen mm -hmm. off, right? Like it yep. depends what you think of Wale, right? If you think of him as like a backpack rapper that he's just happy to be around, then maybe he didn't fall off in your eyes, you know? Right. Um, I think Little Skies has fallen off. Um, yep. even though I know he's on the new Lyrical Lemonade album, but I think he's fallen off to be perfectly honest. I think yep. YG has fallen off, right? I think he's just like another West Coast rapper that honestly, like, I don't think anyone really takes him seriously in music in general, right? Like, I don't think he's disrespected, but it's almost like no one's really checking for YG music. I think YG's tough to say. I'm a little hesitant with him just because I know in, in California, well, maybe LA at least, like he's still he's still beloved yeah beloved like kind of like taiga like people will go crazy at a concert if he's there but in the grand scheme of like the mainstream conversation i feel like he's not present really at all correct that's like yeah. that's what more i'm talking about right so yeah, like yeah. i think these guys still have like a niche market like i think they still like they're gonna still make money off hip-hop but it wasn't to the level it was prior um right. and then the last one on my list was wiz i think wiz to a certain extent has fallen off, right? If you think about Wiz at its peak, right? Dude, there's nothing there. There, He hasn't been at that level in close to 15 fucking years, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's like, I would think that's a fall off, but um, those are just some honorable mentions, but we can just focus on the list itself. So yeah. from the list, do you agree with the order it's in? Um, I can already say no. Um, it's added to that, I think, the tricky thing too is like i mean you kind of already alluded to it but do any of these rappers actually want to be on top because like mm. for instance wiz i feel like he just wants to smoke weed and like make mixtapes and do whatever fucking other billion businesses he has correct whereas like roddy rich very clearly was trying to like be the guy out of an album be the guy yeah, yeah. and it just yeah, wasn't yeah 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 Dude, but do, this is a side note, but do you think I, I, the reason why I had Wiz there is because I agree with you. I think he just wants to, I think he's doing exactly what he wants to be doing, bro. Mm -hmm. um, but do you think like, the only reason why I say he's falling off because I do think his day one fans are disappointed. Like, I don't think mm -hmm. they're happy with the quality of music they're getting from him, bro. And like, I'll throw myself into that, right? Like, bro, I remember yeah, yeah. mixtapes. You can throw me in there too. You know what I mean? Like, I, when his shit drops, I'm just like, bro, like, bro, this is lazy, dog. Like, this is not, this is not what you were giving us 14 years. And again, I'm not saying keep doing that, but if you're going to stick to a niche market, you would think you would at least keep that sound, right? Like, I don't know. It's, I, I struggle with him because, like, bro, at my core, I love him to death still. But I'm like, bro, none of this shit that you drop, I'm even remotely excited about. Yeah. No, I, I that is a good point. Um, and it kind of proves that it's almost it's very difficult to find an objective way to say like all right this person fell off and right. it depends how far too not just did they fall off but did they fucking crash land at the bottom of a ditch so for this list then out of those 10 who would you be in your opinion we'll use the same names but who's the top three top three uh bobby schmurda um 
No, Roddy for you Rich. though. I'm oh, saying for you. Okay. Yeah, uh, for just you. in general? Yeah, like if you had to do the list in order, who would be your top three out of that list that fallen off the, the, the hardest? I would say Fetty Wap. Um Fetty Wap designer and Rich homie Quan. Mm. Okay. And the and the logic behind that is what? Uh Fetty Wap. Well, Rich Homie Quan and Fetty Wap, I mean, you just could not escape them. They were mm. at the top of the charts 24-7. And like it was blatantly clear that they were seen as people who are gonna be around damn near forever, at least on the charts and working with people left and right. And they just yeah. fell off the, the face of the earth. Um, and I just said designer because I mean, he hasn't been, he had like, I think one of the biggest songs ever and hasn't been able to make any traction whatsoever. And I follow him and see him trying so hard to, to land mm. with something. It's just not working at all. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. His fall off is crazy. Like, I don't think, mm -hmm. yeah. His just goes like, because it's not lack of effort, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, bro, like, the, the, like, the, the audience is just not fucking with it whatsoever. Like, for right. whatever reason, like, they're just not. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I don't know if it's just too much of the future similarities or the songs, like, he just, he's like, he's a goofy ass dude, bro. And I don't know if people, like, want to, like, what mood do you have to be in to truly just dive deep into like a designer song? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it's tough, bro. But that's that's. And then a good it doesn't one. help yeah. that he was uh caught, you know, beating his meat on the plane or whatever. Uh, yeah, and then the, the excuse that he had for it was just like, oh, mental illness. It's like, bro, yeah. like, horny as fuck. <laughs> right. Like, let's and it just happens. makes him look even worse. It's like you fell off. You're like a sicko. Like, and then yeah. no one's gonna want to take you seriously after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm good with that list. So for me, if I can, just using that list alone and then saying like rearranging it, I would go with uh, number three, Little Baby, number two, Dub Baby, and then number one, Meek Mill. Because I truly think that, dude, what Meek Mill was when he came out of jail and dropped that album, I think about Champs or Champions? Um, mm -hmm. Bro, immediate classic. Everyone's like, bro, Meek is back. Like the momentum was on his side, and for dude to go from that to now, where bro, like, dude, that Rick Ross Meek Mill album came out, no one's talking about it, not even one song, bro. And it's just he's a goofy ass dude. We know him more now for either dumbass comments on Twitter and Instagram or videos of him doing odd shit that you're like, what's wrong with this guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> so his fall off just seems wild, right? Again, I think. The, the baby's fall off is also crazy when you think about like what he was trajected to do, right? Like do dual lipa songs, hits after hits, bro. From 2019 to uh, the incident at Rolling Loud, dude, he was probably the number one rapper in the game, right? Bar none, like compare him to anyone at like, that time. And then little baby had a run where you were like, oh shit, this might guy for whatever reason might be the next guy up and that just never happened, right? But I would say for Meek Mill, the fall off from what he was at his peak, which is only three or four years ago to what he is now. I think it's a fall off where like, it's clear there's no coming back. 
right? It mm -hmm. feels like Meek is just going to be a guy who's always in hip hop, is going to make his money here and there, and is like okay with like business options now. But as far as like you're waiting for a Meek Mill album to drop, I don't think anyone cares, bro. Like genuinely. No, I, I agree. It's it's interesting how he became like the laughing stock of the internet in recent years um when at one point in time like he easily was one of the most anticipated rappers that we could yeah. have imagine um especially when he and rick ross and drake and all these guys in french montana were aligned like they were mm -hmm. like the justice league in a way and now you know he lived long enough to to see himself kind of become the villain um much of it his own behavior and doing but yeah yeah just wow and again and i feel like it's different for certain artists right because i feel like no one would ever utter those same phrases about like rick ross because like rick ross inevitably has like a sense of like we respect him right mm -hmm. like it's more like all right man like maybe like yeah he's just a richer older man now like we're not really trying to hear him talking about moving bags anymore because we don't believe it but like right. if rick ross pops up on a drake verse you're like bro that's just gonna slap and I want to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, it just right. makes sense. Whereas with Meek Mill, we're just like, bro, ain't nobody trying to hear you, dog. Like, exactly. Like, and the, the thing is, like, Rick Ross lived up to his, his like, boss persona. So Correct. when he pops up on a song, you're like, all right, maybe, like, this is his one day off where he just wants to talk his shit and disappear. And, like, yeah. you believe it. And where, whereas Meek Mill, it's like, we saw you at the white party or whatever it's called hugged up on a bunch of billionaires and then now all of a sudden you're doing drive-bys and whatever else but yeah. then you're gonna go talk about prison reform tomorrow and it's and correct. it's just not a believable scenario at that point correct and again i all the kudos in the world because i do think that prison reform stuff he's trying with like rock nation is like the best intention right so yeah, like, yeah yeah again bro i think he's gonna have a very successful second part of his life and career but from the sense of like hip hop dog, like that fall off was drastic, bro. Mm -hmm. I, I truly think with him and he, like the like these guys, like people have just these fall offs are crazy because I think people legit have just moved on. Like I don't think these guys are one hit away from winning people back, right? I feel like it's literally like either like extensive amounts of hits or an album that just changes music in a certain sense. Because yeah. I again like no one's checking for little baby either. And I think that the baby just feels so toxic that it's like almost like if he does drop something you like, you're like, should I like this? Like, I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to fuck with this year kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that's a great way to to describe it. Um, it does kind of have a, a controversial feeling sound to it now. Little baby, I saw from a mile away. I think ever since. Yeah, you've been on that from the beginning, pandemic. bro. Like, I, yeah, I'll give you credit. Yeah. You were like, "Yo, this ain't it." I was like, "No, dude, yeah. like, yeah, I'm mean, bigger than life." The kind of thing. Yeah, like, it was, it was, I it mean, was a moment. it might have been a, a lucky guess because Gunna, you know, wasn't that far off, and I love Gunna now. The world seems to love him, but yeah. I think Little Baby was just like, just way too one dimensional for me, and I'm like, "There's no," and I think it, what it was was the comparisons to like drake and him surpassing drake and shit i'm like drake is infinitely more uh versatile than little baby and i was like there's i don't see little baby appealing to uh you know the younger kids for that much longer so 
I think that's yeah, what really... I would say in his defense, he did have the, it was also the features that he was being put on and he like mm. truly performed, right? Like that J. Right, Cole right. feature was crazy. The yeah. Kanye and the weekend feature was crazy. So mm. it's like, okay, dude, like, are we like, should we be looking at this guy differently? But then I, I think he gave us enough content that we're like, all right, these are maybe like one-off moments where you really showed the fuck out, but that's not who you are. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you could jump on and give us a crazy 16 and flow, but you as an artist is these bodies of work that are at best average. You know what I mean? Like there was multiple right, right. albums he put out from like 2020 to now that you're like, bro, there's maybe like one or two songs I truly want to hear again for the most part, not really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I think similarly for, for the baby, cause he, he has, you know that same flow pretty much yeah. on every song um i think some of it felt gimmicky i think it it was good because it was it brought back that f- like fun like early 2000s music video yeah. feel yeah uh but but then again kind of like meek like people started making fun of him and how he he has the same flow and like weren't really taking some shit seriously and then he's getting into fights every other month granted people yeah, are like pressing him but still like but still he's just bringing became, energy yeah it became like a joke bro it became yeah. a joke like it was either the if it wasn't the controversial comments then it was like he's getting into a fight and then he shot someone who broke into his house and we're like all right bro but like why are you always in the middle of this shit like there's just something that feels <laughs> off here um so yeah, again, I just feel like those fall-offs were wild. Like the Roddy Rich one, it almost feels like you know, it's weird. Like I don't consider him a fall-off to a certain extent because I feel like he very much overachieved, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like kind of being popular but not really is what he should be. But I think yeah, yeah. the racks in the middle and then him following that up with a very good body of work first album put him in a limelight that I don't really think he was destined to be in. Like, I really yeah. think he's just like a middle of the line creative hook creator. And all of a sudden he was like pushed to the front of the line. Like, oh, this is the new sound of hip hop. And it's like, is it bro? Like, I don't think so, man. Like, I think this guy just got lucky and like, it just felt good for like 12 to 16 months for him. But I don't truly, like, I never read star with him. Like at all. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think his sound definitely was much more Atlanta than it was LA. Um, which is, that's where he's from, right? He's, he's a, a Yeah, California. he's from LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's from Compton actually, but e- either way, he's from SoCal. Um, and obviously that sound isn't like native to, to that area. So I think that kind of gave him an edge, but at the same time, it's, it's almost like he's already competing. He's competing with the futures and gunners and stuff. Right. Um, and I think the box was just lucky because of that lucky, the squeaky dog. sound. Yeah. And yeah. Just... Like, I think, dude, I feel like there's sometimes where things just like, I mean, like, again, you're going to be playing basketball now, so you're going to feel this in, like, yourself. But like, <laughs> when you're in the zone, right? And like, everything's yeah. going in for you. Like, dude, I just think he had a really good run that everything he put out, everyone just loved it. Right? I th- Again, I feel like you can do that, but also not be like the top of like the genre right like you can just have a really good album and that's all you are and that's fine but that's why i don't really hold like him falling off too much against against him because i don't really think he was ever meant to be that guy bro like mm-hmm. again i really think we we felt in love with racks in the middle after nipsey died and then we were like oh he just dropped a recent song oh who's this guy we never heard of that flow before 
Like it just made you start questioning more things. And I think honestly, not to be a dick, but I think he really rolled that wave of like Nipsey dying. He was like the most recent affiliate that song became like almost like a hood classic in a weird way. And then he just rolled that wave and dropped a, a really good body of work. So kudos to him. But like in a normal situation, bro, I don't see if he even gets that stardom if Nipsey didn't die. Like, and I'm not even trying to be a dick. Like I really truly believe that. What did the box take off? Was that after Nipsey passed? Like when it after. blew up? After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think like I feel like a lot of his momentum came from like racks in the middle because oh. that was Nipsey's last release song before he died. And it was Got just it. like it brought so many eyes to it that I think people were just like intrigued by who's this guy on the hook that we've never really heard of flow like that from mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And I think uh yeah, I mean the box just formula the formula of the song was just perfect as well for for being catchy in like every single way possible um and and to your point i think it's it's really difficult to follow up luck in a in yeah. a way not to say he yeah. like obviously he made the song so, amazing yeah, dude, he, and he's so talented bro like yeah, right. it's, it's this is not like hey are these guys talented or not anymore it's like no it's just like there was a drop off right so um be, be not trying to beat this as a dead horse um what, who do you think from this list of 10 has a chance of coming back before we move on? Uh, this is a good question. The biggest chance, I would say... Hmm. It's a really good question. Um, realistically, or like if they wanted to, like... Do I realistically think this person, like okay, in six months they may actually still be dropping and like people are losing their mind over it? Uh um I'd probably say Roddy Rich. I don't think he's done like like you mentioned. I mean, I think luck is why he was on top. Um like to that extent. But right. based on this list, I feel like if we're talking about like coming back with a hit that fits the current sound um and could go viral and, and be a smash like i think roddy out of all these guys would be the one to do it like for instance if roddy made something that sounded like fuck you mean people would be yeah. on his nuts in a heartbeat so i think he's probably the most capable right now and he's super yeah. young still super young yeah dude i I'm going to echo that. And the only other person just like to make it like, just to not give the same answer, even though I don't think he's anything special to me. I don't even know why NBA young boy is even on this list because according right. to the numbers, he's probably one of the biggest rappers in the history of rap bro. Right. So I don't think he's fallen off. So if anyone's no. going to have like a comeback quote unquote from this list of 10, I would say it's him because he's young as shit. He seems to have a fan base that loves him to death. So I don't see how like there'll be a fall off here because I don't really think he ever fell off. I think his right. fan base still loves him. And for whatever reason, I also think he's actually beloved in certain parts of rap from like mainstream artists that we fuck with. Right. Yeah. For him, I've never really had like a barometer to measure like where he is. I, I just always thought he was like king of the underground or the kids. Yeah, or whatever, whatever, whatever he does, yeah. he's number one. So yeah. like, yeah, same bro. Like I, 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 the only song I ever, 
There's like a handful of songs that I know by heart by him. It's always like a feature, to be perfectly honest. But mm -hmm. I just know from like what I see on like Complex and other major platforms that his fan base is obsessed with him and he has plenty of number one records. So like, I can't, I don't even know why he's on the list. So if anyone's mm -hmm. going to come off this list, it'd be him. But obviously, right. I also agree with you with the Roddy Rich part. Yeah. And I also don't know why Quando Rano's on the list. Like he was never, quote unquote, Was he ever that opinion. guy? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that was correct. Weird. Yeah, no, I agree. But the little pump one makes sense, bro, because there was a, a again almost like six nine where like I don't think we took him seriously, but there was moments where it was like fun, and you're like, all right, this is like a fun song to fuck with. People fuck with him because it wasn't mm -hmm. just like um, what was it? Was it Rick? Not Rick Flair. What was that song? Was it Boss? Right, that was the song. Boss. I think that was the song, dude. Like, wasn't Little Pump's like most popular song? Like Boss. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know Boss, if this is right. most popular. Gucci Gang might be his biggest one. But Gucci, Boss yeah, dude, yeah. So he has Gucci Gang. He has Boss. He also has that song with Diplo and French Montana. That was uh, Welcome to the Party. That was like a yeah. big anthem. Like, dude, like he has enough moments. Like no one ever took him seriously. So like, but like he was fun, dude. But for, to go from that to what he is now, like a clown, right, is pretty mm -hmm. crazy. So like, I I feel very confident that there's no comeback in hip hop for him. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's very, it's pretty interesting. But I feel like we could add like another ten people to this list if we're being perfectly honest. But uh, oh yeah, for we'll sure. Let, we'll let we'll, we'll let this this list uh, just live on its own. But uh, definitely a, a good topic to bring up, bro. Um, before we get out of here, heat of the week in a second. But apparently, there's rumors that are the goat Jay Z maybe coming out of retirement to bless us with an album in 2024. So your thoughts on if if that were to be true, what, would, what how would you feel about that? I'd be excited. Um, I forget if we mentioned this at the end of last year, beginning of this year, but um, that's one of the people I think could help save this year in terms of hip hop. Um, mm. Just good quality content from a different perspective. Obviously, he's getting older and older. Um, I'm sure he has some interesting things to say. Uh, and he's always someone I've respected as a, a, a rapper. Um, who I think puts out quality music. Um, yeah. And I just hope it's not some like Andre 3000 shit, like him playing the banjo or fucking harmonica for three hours. Like, I hope it's yeah, yeah, yeah. ours in something uh, that's much needed uh, from tradi a traditional hip hop sense, but for the masses. Yeah, dude, I think I would be very, obviously. See, it's a Jay-Z thing, so I'm going to run to it in Timberlands, right, to go fucking download. So I'm excited about that. However, it would be interesting to understand, like, the sound of it, right? Because when he dropped mm. 444, it was very clear that that was an album which was more about, like, it stayed in a pocket, right? Like, there was never any anthems. It was more so, like, lessons. Let me sit down. Let me teach you a lesson on life, listener, yeah. right? Hey, don't fucking cheat on your wife because you're going to ruin your entire situation at home, right? Like, mm -hmm. hey invest in these kind of properties because that's how other people are getting rich right there was lessons in it in 2024 i don't know how well that album would do today right so i am very intrigued of like what kind of album if it, is it going to be a pure hip-hop like yo let me just show you guys how to spit bars or it's going to be like hey let me try to put you on game into like what you should be focusing on as you're like entering your 30s and mid 40s or something right I, it's, it's, i'm very intrigued what the content will be bro because I can also see a lot of hip hop fans saying, bro, like, we respect you, dog, but we're good. 
You know what I mean? Like we don't, you're old as fuck. We're not trying to hear from you. Like obviously I would never do that. It's blasphemy to me, but I can see enough like younger hip hop fans saying, bro, like mm -hmm. when you were at your peak, I wasn't even born yet. So like, why the fuck am I meant to like drop everything and listen to your album? Yeah. I mean, I, content wise, I could see him talking about the current state of hip hop. I wouldn't be surprised if he said something clever along the lines of like, you're letting, you know, the female rappers run it or yeah. artificial intelligence yeah. is like harder than you, you niggas or some shit like that. Um, I can see him talk. I feel like the, the bars that he drops that take over the internet are always super, super relevant to what's happening. Like yeah. in the very, in this very moment. And then people are blown away. Like, Oh, he's, he's paying attention. He's not just fucking on a yacht, you know, sipping champagne all day, ignoring the, the outside world. He's aware, right? Even though yeah, yeah. he doesn't have, allegedly doesn't have social media. Like he's fully aware of what, what is and isn't happening. And like, yeah, like I feel like, yeah, the disc record would be just shots at like what the state of the game is right now, right? Like mm -hmm. just like, it's not up to what the standards he think it should be in, right? So that's, yeah, yeah I mean, I'd, regardless, I'd be excited for it. But honestly, I think, I, dude, to be honest, like, for what we predicted, I mean, 2024 has been pretty active from like a music perspective, right? Like, again, I don't know, how great the quality was but i do appreciate we're getting a lot of content in the first four weeks of the year yeah yeah no it's it's been good um i'm feeling pretty optimistic uh granted it's only been four weeks um but we have plenty of time for for artists to put out some good music yeah and it seems like there's a initiative enough that enough artists are tr like hinting that they're gonna drop something really i think like mm -hmm. Like uh, on the lyrical lemonade thing, when you see so many artists expect to see this year, like hints of Big Sean, Delzel Curry, like you're like, oh, okay, they may be lining something up for this year that we weren't even anticipating. So, uh, yeah, I think there's just like this rumor of uh, Jay Z, just more room for uh, optimism for us. So it's only a good thing for hip hop. Yep, yep. Cool. All right, brother. So before we get out of here, episode one sixty six about to be in the books. Uh, what was your heat of the week over the weekend? So my heat of the week uh, is a song called Sundown by 21 Lil Herald featuring J.I.D. I believe 21 Lil Herald is on Slaughter Gang Entertainment with uh, 21 Savage. Um, okay. And the song is actually, the beat is actually the same sample of a heat of the week I had like a few months ago, which is interesting. But I prefer this beat um, a whole lot more. Um, J.I.D. really outdid himself. Um, I know he's super popular, um, mainly if, more from like a, a underground sense. I know he has a TikTok song that's super viral, but in any case, he smashed the beat. Uh, the beat is absolutely fire. Um, just a really, really good um, Atlanta sound to it. Okay. Um, and yeah, not not too much else to say other than uh the samples fire um i don't know who let me double check who actually produced it because i was gonna say it sounded like something metro boomin would produce he didn't uh four people produced this shit which i'm not surprised by because the beat is yes yeah. it was just so epic that it was like a fucking in the lab and they just like kind of like hook it up like <laughs> multiple ways like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah super fire um definitely peeped that yo yeah send it to me dude. I, I don't think I... so who's it so 21 what what's it 21 was, low heralds savages yeah okay but but he signed who, 21 savage yeah i'm pretty sure he signed to 21 savage um you can 
easily hear the resemblance um just in the okay. way he raps in his content and stuff but it doesn't sound like he's biting him which is good um but yeah the song overall is fire and jd it's nice also to hear a, a rapper from atlanta who has bars and a flow that is more akin to like a traditional technically skilled yeah rapper correct correct yeah. and there's enough things about him that you see you understand the mass appeal but mm. he's still very much like a rapper's rapper like at his right, core right. like it's not just gimmicky like at all like i think yeah, that yeah. tiktok that went viral for him where like the bitches like put the phone like like uh taping it to the ceiling and they're dancing like i think that's just like good yeah. for him to have like a beat that garnered that but I don't think him being gimmicky on TikTok is because his raps are corny. I think it's just because he's a very good rapper and he got lucky with a, a beat that took off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I'm sure he, he probably hates performing that song now at oh, his concerts. Oh, like, sure. That's all people want to hear. He's pro- I think he probably, got a, he's probably secured a few more million in his bank account, though. Oh, hell yeah. Song. For sure. Yeah, like he's like he'd be probably get like the second highest paid person on Dreamville because of that fucking song. Because I don't, I don't, I don't think Boz or anyone else has like another viral song like that unless you're like Jake Holt. So good for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, dude, send me that home. I mean, I want to double check my heat of the week because I want to make sure I'm not fucking this up. Yeah. Okay. So, dude, I heard this song on a on a on a DJ set on my run, and again, I feel like. I have to, we we should all go back and take a deep dive into the Drake More Life playlist. Cause I do think there's a lot of songs there that we just throw away because we like, I know we, we don't consider it a Drake album, even though it very much is at its core. But I think cause there's so many other features and it was like, oh, this is like an OVO thing. So fuck it. But bro, mm-hmm. the Drake song, Get It Together, which is produced by Black Coffee and has uh, Georgia Smith on uh-huh. the hook. Bro, that song is, phenomenal bro like at its core it is a phenomenal record period and the fact that these are like throwaway drake songs even make it even wilder to me that he just has these classics just sitting around that we heard and we're like ah whatever and then you go back to it seven years later you're like jesus christ like how are we so lucky you know what i mean like so i would just say like if you have a moment listen to the entire body of work but i think get it together with black coffee and drake is just like a phenomenally produced track. And then bro, when DJs are now playing with the background music to it even more to make it like almost like a very good house record, bro, this song is excellent, bro. So, um, and again, even me personally, bro, at the time I heard it, I was like, oh, this is like a corny attempt at like an R&B house song, like what are you doing? And bro, Uh hearing it again now with like 2024 ears, I was like, bro, this is probably one of the most slept on Drake songs I've ever heard in my life. Nice. I'm looking forward to to hearing it. I think the problem with Drake is he has so many hits that like overshadow yeah. every album he he releases. So half the time you're just like, oh, let me listen to those four or five songs over and over because they don't uh, the other songs don't compare to that. And then you know naturally you go back and listen to the whole thing. And you're like, oh, I actually like this song, that song. Yeah, and I think that's what it was for me. I was like, bro, right. where was this thing? And I was like, oh, it was on the More Life thing. Yeah, because dude, even like. Dude, I think Do Not Disturb has become like a B-side classic for him, right? And I think at the time of the More Life album, like no one even talked about that, bro. I feel like on the More Life thing, we were only talking about that song Portland with Quavo and Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I think there's Ice Melt with uh, Young Thug. 
and then we were all like blown away or having some opinion about like the Kanye feature on Blem or not Blem. Yeah, or, yeah. Whatever uh, song he has with Kanye. Um, but yeah, dude, like no one was talking about the other like 18 really good songs. So yeah, I would highly recommend you dive back in the crates and listen to that because uh, yeah, it's just a, a good body of work. For sure. Definitely add in that. Yeah, I think Passion Fruit was also like a big one that everyone was talking about, right? I think this was like mm -hmm. the first time that Drake started really diving into Caribbean sound. And we were all like, yeah. oh, like what's what's happening here? Like there were there were the memes of him like yelling and like, bro, you make Caribbean music. At what point do you ever yell like this kind of a thing? So like <laughs> I know there was like funny comedy around it, but there's actually some gems on that body of work that I think a lot of people took for granted at the at the time of the album dropping. Was this a, did this one have one dance on it? No, one dance was on or views. Or is that views? views yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. And again, again, first, this always was positioned to us as a playlist. So, like, I feel mm -hmm. like this never gets really ranked in, like, his bodies of work because there were so many features on it of, like, people, like, he was meant to be putting on from, like, different sounds. So I don't think this ever truly gets ranked accordingly uh, or appropriately in, like, the Drake catalog, which, right. again, I get, but there's some gems here. Yeah, I never noticed it literally said a playlist by October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the yeah. And I'm telling you, I think that in itself makes you go, like, oh, okay, so whatever this is, is like no big deal because it's not really yeah, a Drake yeah. album. But it's, dude, it's very much a Drake album. Like, it's it's all Drake. Right, right. Um, Cool, bro. Great episode. Definitely send me that song, bro. I'll add it to the playlist. I feel like that was, um, yeah, I'm excited to just, I never, I never heard of 21. What's his last name? Uh, or not last 21, name. 21, uh, uh, Lil Harold. Yeah, I've never heard him at all so i'm excited to to get to, to peep someone new so i'm definitely excited about that yeah. i love i love jid ever since uh did you ever hear the, the uh the jid leonardo DiCaprio mixtape mm -mm. dude very good wait when, when did I, that come out uh i want to say 2017 okay ah uh, shit did i wait hold on i did that one jid DiCaprio. Um, i wonder if that one has a. Uh, black on it um it might dog um yeah DiCaprio yeah, 2 is actually the mixtape uh, it came out no, in 2018. sorry the never story is the one that I have yeah DiCaprio 2 is the one that really got me into him and that was on in 2018 okay the one I have is from 2017 so around the same time yeah around the same time yeah, definitely send me that uh that's that track. But um, all right, bro. Another episode of the books. I survived. I was uh debating if I'll be able to sit down for an hour and a half after the run, but here we are. So uh, it all worked out. But uh, let the people know what we got going on, where they can peep us. Let's get out of here, bro. Yes, sir. Catch us at audio-theory.com. New episode every week on all platforms. So head on over to the site. We also have the Spotify and Apple Music playlist. So check out the Heat of the Week selections we got on there. Uh, and if you're on YouTube, check down below. Copy some merch. Still a couple months left of winter. And in, at least where I'm at, there's no sign of it getting warmer any time Dude, soon. it was, bro, it was 87 degrees yesterday at 930 in the morning in Miami. <laughs> and then I woke up to it being 52 degrees today. I was oh like, bro, God. what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, regardless, you, you don't have to wear the hoodie. You can buy it and just, yeah, know just buy it for your house. Supported yeah, the yeah, channel. Just, yep. Yeah, yeah. Just support the support the movement, right. bro. But um, cool, bro. See, love you as always. Uh, great love catching up. Be safe. And uh, back That's to it next week. Peace. Likewise, peace.